0: Red was actually <laughs> pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way. Because I am running. <laughs> I'm
1: just, I'm like, for Gump, dude. I am running. So, the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. I want you to use Ombudsman in a sentence next week. You know?
2: oh, I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official Ombudsman to of the <laughs> Red Podcast. You like apples? Welcome into another edition of the Jess Press Play podcast. Kevin here, joined by Pops and Uncle Tony. What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up? What's
1: up? It's all good. It's all good here in the neighborhood.
2: We are. Um, we are what uh, not halfway. So we're we're week seven. So we're we still got a little ways for a halfway. But uh, the NFL. I don't. We, I, we've talked about this quite a bit. We don't know what teams are good. What teams are bad. It's kind of confusing. And um, I actually want to start off the podcast by. Going back to a wise, uh, a wise saying once said by a very wise quarterback that's well thought of here on the, the uh, podcast, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Let's all take some drugs to clear. Oh, wait, no, not that saying, not that saying. Um, R-E-L-A-X. Okay, we're going to do the relaxed one. So every year I feel like we um, – we talk about oh this is crazy who who know, who knows what's going to happen in the nfl i never would have had this week 7 which is true but this happens every single year we do this every year where it's like oh we know who the after week 7 or 8 somewhere around this time we're like we know the best and we know this team's a bust and they're not going to be good and i was going back and looking where we were this time last year so the 2021 chiefs last year were 3 and 4 coming off of a 27-3 loss to the Titans in Week 7. I'm sure if we go back to our archives, we were really worried about the Chiefs. We were worried if the, the NFL figured out their offense, they're not good. Well, they they went on to win 9 out of 10, made it to the AFC Championship. Looked like they were going to win the AFC Championship before uh, giving up that big comeback to the Bengals. Then you look at the 49ers last year, 3-5 and five after losing by two touchdowns to then 8-1 and one Cardinals. Well, they went on to win seven out of nine and made it to the NFC Championship. I'm sure we didn't see that coming after week seven. And then you got the, the, the Cardinals. They After week seven, they were 7-0. and And we thought, wow, Cliff and Kyler and DeAndre, they're so great. We all know how that worked out. They did not do very well. They lost six out of the final ten and lost in the wild card. So this happens. I don't know what to make about it, but – who. Who I, what we're going to do here on this podcast kind of go back over who we pick for division round divisional uh standings and see if we were right wrong and if we still feel like we're going to be right but what's the biggest shocker to this point to you Tony team Wow
0: the, the I didn't
2: give you all this preface you with this question before we go no, so it's kind of No
0: good question though. It's a good question uh in a positive standpoint I, It
2: could be yeah, it could be good or bad. It doesn't necessarily need to be a disappointment.
0: Uh, yeah, I am I'm am shocked at how well the New York Jets are playing. I, and I, and I just feel like I say that and it's oh, that's an easy question, you know. That's an easy answer. You're taking the easy way out, but I mean, that's just did not did not see that and uh so they they're doing really well. And then on the flip side, I did I did not see the Indianapolis Colts being this bad of a team, even though they're only one game under 500 with a with a tie. They're they're not good, and
2: they um they're benching um Many Matt others. Ryan for Sam Ellen Ellen or Ellen Gurr, I think it's Ellen Ellen yeah. yeah that was a shocking benching yeah the Colts I didn't expect them to be like I didn't think the Matt Ryan move made them like legit legit contenders but I felt like I was pretty confident they were playoff team yeah like I, they were decent there's, and there's I mean, one they other, still might be yeah. There's one other, but I'm going to leave that for you guys. The, um, the Jets, let me look back at it. So I, too, am surprised by the Jets, but I don't want to get – and maybe I'm pooping on the Jets. I just don't know what – right now, I don't know what this year is doing for them because Zach Wilson still has not shown me he's the guy, but they're winning enough games to where they're, they're not going to be able to draft a guy in the playoffs or in the, in the draft. So I I don't know – them and the Giants both, and that might be one of the the big surprises for me. But them and the Giants both, I think I'm really impressed with what they're doing. And it's a good job by Sala and Dable, but it almost isn't great for the franchise because I don't think either one of them have a quarterback long-term. I don't know, Pops, where do you stand on that?
1: Well, uh, now where do I stand on on, uh, that?
2: Specifically – yeah, we're, they're winning a lot, but they're not going to win a Super Bowl this year. No. Neither one of them. No, no,
1: no. I, I will say, I think the Jets, I think they really have some talent. I like their coach. I really like their coach. Um, I, well, I hated that Brees Hall got
0: hurt. Man, Brees
2: Hall was looking good. Like, it was literally, oh. I was watching with some friends, and he had that big run. And we kind of looked at each other, and we were like, Brees Hall is a guy. This, like, is, this for is real. This is a real running back. Yeah. He's not yeah. just a flash flashing pan. And then – Few plays later, That one sucks.
1: That sucks. But 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 I I think the Jets. I think they're going in the right direction. I think they have the right coach. Finally, I think you're right on Zach Wilson. But I mean, you know, you got to give him this year. Uh,
2: well, you, and uh, I want to clarify. I haven't. I don't think Zach Wilson for sure is bad. I just don't. Yeah, we they, don't know. If they mess out. around and win ten games, you kind of got to move your chips in the middle because they they're at a point where they have the quarterback on a rookie contract. And so if they think Zach Wilson might be the guy, then you start trading picks and you start going all in on it because now it's time to kind of strike goal like like the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson at the beginning. Um, Daniel Jones I definitely don't think is the guy. They just I think Daniel Jones is winning games kind of the sim, similar way that Cooper Rush is winning games. Now, he's running more and that's helping a lot, but he's he's just not which is weird to say because he was turning the ball over left and right previously in his career, but he's not throwing picks and he hadn't fumbled all year. But the Giants are the first team in NFL history to start 6 and one or better. And each of their first seven games are decided by one possession. So, like, yeah,
0: that's cool.
2: it's six and one, but could be one and six. And I think that's day ball. I think that just means – that's, I think, where both of y'all were getting at. Both New York teams did find a coach, I think. I, yeah, think I do, too.
1: think they two coaches. I do, too. I do well, too. Where's
2: your most surprising team? Real,
1: real quick, and I'll get into that. But did you hear uh, what Peter Schrager uh, – he told a little story on Daniel Jones. Um, I don't know if you heard that. It was on – I can't remember whose pod it was on. But, Maybe Rosillo. Uh, it may have been Rosillo. I think he was on Rosillo this past week. But he, you know, I guess he's friends with with a lot of the coaches. Anyway, he talked to Joe Judge after uh, he got fired, and he he said, "Man, what what's your what's your uh, take on on the season?" He said, "I'll tell you one thing: Daniel Jones is one tough son of a bitch," and that was his first statement. You know, he said the guys in the in the, in the locker room love him. I mean, he, you know, I don't know that he's that talented, but he said. He is one tough sob, and and I thought that that's a lot coming from a coach, and I mean that gets a lot of respect in the league. Um, I I don't think he's going to be a starter. You know, he's not a Phil Sims. Who Phil Sims was a tough sob uh, for sure, one of the toughest guys I've ever seen uh, play that position. Honestly, but it was just interesting to hear that. And you know, I'd like to see Daniel Jones have a little success. I'm kind of I find myself rooting for him to be honest.
2: I, a little, I, I do, too, a little bit, just because he, I do think he's a – I think what really screwed him is the, the Giants just overdrafted him when they where they took him. Mm-hmm. And so ever since his career started, he's been graded as he should be a franchise quarterback. And if he got drafted in the second round, we'd be talking totally different about his career. But I he's not good bad point. at
1: all. Good point. Yeah. Um, my Where's surprise for you? Yeah, my surprise is – this is going to sound weird, but I, I really kind of think – The Dallas Cowboys are my my good surprise because, boy, that first week they they got beat and Dak didn't play real real well. And then he got hurt. And here we are, you know, in in the we're in it. I mean, Dallas is in the, the picture. Um, so that's my 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 good surprise, uh, I would say. And and I'm Micah Parsons. God, I love to watch that guy play football. I mean, I truly like to watch defense now and watch this guy play football. So
2: I mean, we've made the comparisons over and over again. But and I'm, I'm biased, so I definitely like watching defense with him. But I, I think if he was on any team, I would really I'm ex, I'm excited when the Cowboys play defense because that guy. <laughs> Me too. Did you all see the play? So um, NFL Next Gen did the stats on it. There was a, there was like a screen play where he's he's rushing. They throw the screen out, so he's now behind the play. And he just hightails it, tackles. I don't know if it's Hawkinson. It was a tight end for the Lions. And tackles him at the one. And we, the Cowboys end up holding him out of a touchdown for that drive. And they did the stats. He ran like 21 miles per hour on that play. was the fastest player on the – maybe the fastest player for the past week. He is insane that he, he can do every single position and also is maybe the most athletic guy on the field every time he steps on it.
1: Yeah. Which oh. is
2: just – I truly like watch I don't know if this is what Lawrence Taylor is like watching football. I know that's kind of the comparison people give to him, but Michael Parsons plays every position and plays it really well.
1: Plays it better than really well. I mean, he's I th- I think he's really sincerely got a chance for MVP this year because I don't see a quarterback just running away with it yet. It's early, as you alluded to, it's very early. Um, but
2: it-, it is, that is a narrative based award and at, whether good or bad, sometimes it's, it's annoying, but the Cowboys create narrative just because they're the Cowboys. And if they mess around and are a top seed, I think Michael Parsons, who you point to, the problem is, is I also think Josh Allen's he's on pace to break right. the record for passing yards on a season. And right. he does not have an MVP yet. It's not like if Mahomes did that, you're like, well, he has one and I could see the voters maybe shifting somewhere else. Josh Allen doesn't have – he has everything but a Super Bowl in the MVP. It's, we regard him as a Mahomes and Rodgers and Brady kind of, but he doesn't have those accolades. Tony, where do you – just Micah Parsons and then also just the thought of MVP conversation.
0: Yeah, it is early for that, but I, I think he could be. Yeah. It, 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 and we talked about this last year when we talked about Aaron Donald, you know, such a yeah. difference maker. And mm-hmm. You want to watch the game just to see what Aaron Donald does, and I think that's the same thing you're seeing now with Micah Parsons, and that doesn't normally happen with a with a defensive uh, player. But yeah, I it, I'm trying to think. I don't know the statistics for where he is right now as far as number of sacks in the league. Is he at the top or in the top five?
2: He's not at the top, but he's in the top five. The interesting okay. thing is, and they did a stat. He's last number week, three.
1: Okay. He's is Judon three. at the top? It's Matthews, or? Judon, Bosa, uh, Tony's favorite guy. Uh, well, any Bosa is Tony's favorite guy. And then Parsons, and then Highsmith, and Von Miller, another but guy. But the interesting Von thing Miller's is
2: Parsons, I think, rushes the passer on <clears throat> 65-ish percent of downs. I, that that probably changed I – I saw it two weeks ago. But – and those other guys rush the passer on like 95%. Like they are – that's what they do is they're pass rushers every time. So Parsons <clears throat> is – He he's that's why that's why I just think he's such a weapon for Dan Quinn is because when they put him at middle he's a good coverage linebacker he's like if he only did that we'd probably go he's just a great middle linebacker but then when they put him at edge he's just like Matthew Judon at edge and just to have that Swiss Army knife is Dan Quinn's got to love it that might be the only reason he didn't leave for a head coaching job this past offseason yeah
0: well on the as far as MVP that's the only thing that concerns me is that's the sexy statistic and. Uh, is sacks, and if he doesn't lead the league, in Sachs, I I don't think he's gonna be the MVP. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, you said, um, my, my surprising team though is, is by far to me, um, and it's a good surprising because we, we're gonna get into um, Bucks and Packers, but
1: that was my bad Bay, Bay of Pigs, the, yeah, Bucks, and yeah. Pigs.
2: You pick which one you want of those up uh, the Seahawks. I have to just Fair own enough. up to it, yeah. I yeah. thought I've been saying since before week one and then after week one, they, when they beat Denver, I think I might have been on the podcast saying, I think they go one and 16. I think they fluked everybody. That was, they're not good. They just kind of got hyped up for the Russell Wilson game. And Pete Carroll's done it. I mean, that they run hard. Before Penny went out, Penny was running good. And then Kenneth Walker, the same way we're talking about Brees Hall, Walker might be a guy. And then they got decent receivers. And the defense, you don't know any of their names. But they're playing well. I mean, they're playing really good on that side of the football. I yeah. I don't think they're like going to win. Like they're a contender to, to to win anything big. But just I thought that was a dumpster fire, and now it looks like they may have fleeced the Broncos on that Russell Wilson trade. And yeah. they just, they play hard. I've heard that
1: football. Russell Wilson trade be referred to as the
0: new Herschel Walker trade, you know. So. The new Herschel Walker trade.
2: I think yeah. it's early to say it, but it does, at this juncture right now, it does look that way.
0: Yeah. yeah. And again, I, I want to say this, and I don't want to say this to justify the fact that I took Russell Wilson in three of my redraft leagues this year. Me too. Football, But I, I think we have the complete paradigm shift. Because when Tom Brady left Bill Belichick, everybody's like, "Oh, it's Brady! Look at Brady winning Super Bowl! It's Brady! It's not Belichick!" and and now it's a flip. Because I was thinking, okay, yeah, Russell Wilson, he's going to be good wherever he goes. Uh, Pete Carroll's holding him down; when he's not going to do well. And now it's like, oh, I guess Pete Carroll was the 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 mad genius, and Russell Wilson is the guy that was over the hill. And so you know, it's kind of like, damn, that's the complete opposite of the way it was supposed to be.
2: <laughs> well, it's funny, and, and like we said off the top, just what we think now might be totally wrong by the time we end the regular season, but... It could be. Everybody thought Russell Wilson just needs an offense that'll let Russ cook. That's the joke everyone says, like, mm-hmm. let Russ cook. That's what we got to do. And all of a sudden, Geno Smith comes in and goes, I'll just do exactly what y'all wanted Russell Wilson to do. I'm just going to do that. I'll, I'll use my athleticism when needed, but I'll just do – I'll run the offense. And it's like, oh, like, like, that kind of works. Yeah. It's working pretty well. It's <laughs> working pretty well.
0: <laughs> Turns out um, the sous chef was the best chef in town right there. <laughs> yeah. Gino, was, Gino of, was the actual Speaking, of, mm. speaking of Russell Wilson,
2: um, did y'all hear about the reports? They're, they're flying to London. They got a London game coming oh, this, this weekend. Is, yes. Oh. So, Russell Wilson was asked, one, he's expecting – he says he's planning on playing. He wants to play, blah, blah, blah. And then they asked him about the plane ride, and he goes – one, he said, layovers don't affect him. He doesn't. He doesn't get affected by layovers anymore. He, he's learned how to treat, work his body. And then he said, I worked out and stretched for four of the eight hours on the flight from Denver to London, and said he was doing high knees in the aisles when the rest of the guys were asleep. And then he said, for three of the other hours, he was watching film. He might have slept for an hour, give or take, but he doesn't really sleep much. I just think Russell Wilson doesn't realize this. He's annoying. Yeah, he's, he's annoying. He makes annoying. me want to. <laughs> and this gets out to all the reporters because Russell Wilson makes it known. It's the same way. I remember this when he had his hurt thumb, I think it was last year. And they asked, like, he came back early. And we were all going to just praise him for like, wow, way to really go through the rehab. And then he, like, gave a detailed report to Adam Schefter or somebody about what his rehab was like. And he, like, was like 22 hours of the day I was rehabbing. I took naps in between. Like, he gave, like, this detailed thing. I'm like, you don't have to sound superhuman, we all think you're awesome at football already. Just, just shut up. Sometimes he doesn't have anybody <laughs> in his life to be like, "Hey, just shut up. Just it's cool. It's cool. Just play better, and then you can talk." Um, let's get into division talk here. All right, y'all want to start NFC or AFC?
0: AFC, AFC,
2: AFC. All right, uh, let's go. We'll start with this one because I think it'll be uh, rather quick. But uh, AFC
0: <laughs> was it unanimous where we went with that one? AFC East. Stop, bills, it, We are the smartest motherfuckers on the planet right there. Yeah. Buffalo Bill.
2: Listen to this podcast. And we I don't know if we're halfway through, so maybe keep listening. But turn it <laughs> all the volume down, and you'll just go, these guys are the smartest people on, on podcast. On up. Uh, earth. Speaking of, a guy who is widely renowned as the smartest coach in, in football, best coach maybe ever, what the hell is going on in New England? That Monday night was a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> it was. That is that was one of the That crazy- looked like a Mike McCarthy special, not a not a Bill <laughs> yeah. Belichick.
0: No, I the best part of that game was listening to to Bill Burr and Vince Vaughn in the second half with Peyton and Eli. <laughs> and th- they were awesome. Uh and Vince Vaughn showing pictures of him in the sh- that in the movie Rudy and then Bill Burr trying yeah. not to cuss on air. It was hilarious.
1: Golly, I wish I'd have thought about that and flipped over there, because I I didn't Oh, yeah, it was much
0: better. It was way better. (laughs) I've never. I'll say this. I've never seen Bill Belichick have trouble with a quarterback like he had that Monday night. I've never seen him do that. It's like, hey, we're going with this guy. He's the guy that I thought we were going to use in practice. We're going to stick with him. Unless he's hurt, he's staying in. Then they flip-flopped, and then Zappi was terrible. And well anyway. It was just the way they mishandled it to me. Like mm-hmm. I, I know
2: Belichick loves the vagueness and he loves to try to surprise people, but they gained nothing from not naming a starter except for their whole locker room didn't know what was going on. Because the only reason you do that whole like I don't know who's the starter, or who it could be, is if the two guys bring something different to the table. I mean, Zappy and Mac Jones, one maybe better than another, and we can have that conversation for another day, but they're very similar quarterbacks. They're not they're mobile enough to maybe get out of the pocket, but they're not like it's not like you're going Robert Griffin or Kirk Cousins, where it's two totally different offenses. This is the same kind of guy. And I just I think it screwed up. So you Mac is now getting booed at one point in his home stadium. And then Zappy comes in, has a couple of drives, and now Zappy plays terrible in the third quarter. And I just I just Bill Belichick's smarter than this. Half the half the battle is a psychological psychological thing. And now neither one knows which one's their quarterback. And I guess I've read now that they're going back to Mac Jones next week, supposedly. Yeah. That was the plan all wrong was to play both of them. They would have brought Mac back, but the game was out of hand on Monday night. It just pops it was weird to see Bill Belichick just totally well, fumble.
1: When did uh in, in kind of alluding back to the Micah Parsons thing, did you see his little tweet about Mac Jones kicking the guy in the ding-ding? I mean, what what <laughs> is up with? What is up with that? That that is kind of <laughs> bullshit. I mean, what <sighs> Mac Jones did
2: sliding yeah. down, putting his foot up, cl- gonna cleat the guy right in the ding ding. It's mean, possible that was on accident, but defensive players get penalized for like any and everything. For breathing, and on. Mac Jones' leg was pretty point. It was pointed up pretty high to the sky. It was pointed right at the
0: ding ding. I'm just telling you that's that's Can bullshit. You tell he's I, been hanging around with a three and <laughs> <last week. There's laughs> well, a half year old His foot in the, on, on his ding ding. Well, oh my I'm gosh. just
1: some. I, somebody's there's a defender that's going to pay him back for that. Uh Yeah, somewhere. Yeah.
2: Well, maybe that's why they didn't bring him back in in second half because they because he got benched <laughs> right after that. Actually, because yeah. yeah, Bailey Zappi <laughs> doesn't kick boys in into ding ding. So there you go. They're like Mac for your own good. We're not bringing you back in because someone's going to uh <laughs> manage you. They're going. To somebody's going to make you a unit if
1: you're not careful. <laughs> Jeez.
2: <laughs> they're going. Uh, all right, let's move on. <laughs> well, I hope uh, Brisker, who's a, a good safety for the for the uh, for the Bears, I hope they're. I hope he's all good down south. Let's go up north to the AFC and talk to AFC North here. Uh, Lyft, I'm showing that you had Baltimore. I did. I had Cincinnati. <clears throat> LJ had Cincinnati. Tony had Baltimore, and Procedure Worldwide had Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I want to. I'm gonna. Well, prestige Pers- Pers- Worldwide's wide's out. I think. I don't think Pittsburgh's gonna. <laughs> prestige
2: are go. out, and you know, maybe we'll just say this, and we don't have to. We don't have to shit on prestige. Maybe if TJ Watt never gets hurt, they do it. But uh, could be different for, for this conversation. yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> you go.
0: So
2: uh, oh back on Oh, yeah, he'll have his home, but Don't worry. <laughs> uh let's look so as of right now the the Ravens lead it at four and three but the Bengals are also four or three so, four and three so I mean it's basically tied that the the Ravens win because they got it they got a win off Justin Tucker being the best kicker in football uh so pops do you feel confident like if you had to pick it right now would you put money on Baltimore again or
1: you know yes yes I think I would I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and stick with Baltimore I do I think Cincinnati sure looked good last week um no question about that and and I do think they have a lot of talent. And, and it, I think it's between those two, for sure. I mean, I, the duh. I guess that's not rocket science to say that. I mean, that. there is.
2: Cleveland's going to get, whether you like them or not, you're, well, most lot don't. But there, Cleveland is going to get an all-pro quarterback at some point. But I don't think you can, can – it's been, it's a two-horse race. Right.
1: I, I just think I like the coach at Baltimore uh, uh, really well. Uh, I like I, – I think, you know, I, I think LaBar is going to figure out more. I think, you know, he, he started out – Red hot, and then he, he's slowed down a little bit. But I think I think him and Harbaugh and, and that offense—they're they're, going to—they're going to figure that out, and and they get Bateman back, and and uh, now what's what's the deal with Dobbins, uh, Tony? You kind of keep up with him. What what's what's
0: wrong with Dobbins? He had another surgery uh, to um, take some fluid off. This was he, an
2: arthroscopic; it wasn't yeah. a full blown okay. one, right? He's, he's coming four back. Four to
0: six weeks. Four He'll, to six weeks. But Gus. Oh, four buss- to six weeks. But Gus looked all right, right? Yeah, the Gus Bus is back and um completely changed their game plan when he was back. He looked really good. Um so I mean
1: also that the the tight end that plays there uh might be the best tight end in the league My right good. now. Uh he, he it's arguable. It is
0: arguable. Yeah.
2: Well, on tight end day he didn't have a big day. Apparently no. Sunday was tight end no. day, and I think only three tight ends caught touchdowns on national tight end day. Um but well,
0: Mark Andrews is a very, very he's really tight end. good. Well, Kev, are you going to stick with Cincy? So, that's what I was curious to
2: see if if Pops is going to, because Cincy did have a little rough go to start the year. But the past two weeks, it looks like they got back to their bread and butter, which is Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase with some deep shots. Higgins, is still a really good receiver. Last week, we've got Tyler Boyd playing big in the slot. They have a tight end. Hayden Hurst playing well, too. Still working on the run game. And – yet again I'm trying to I was that's what I actually I was trying to pull up the, the stat for it, and I might find it in a minute but their defense is doing the same thing it did last year where I, I forgot his name already but their defensive coordinator is the name we should know but we don't in the second half they do not allow touchdowns they just don't do it because they make great adjustments and I think I think I'm sticking with I'm since I'm sticking with Cincy Tony where are you at
0: so I'm staying with the Ravens uh because I think their defense is getting better, and it was really bad the first couple of weeks because of some injuries they had in the backfield. But I I do want to say this. Of all the races and all the divisions in the NFL, I am most excited to watch Baltimore and Cincinnati go head-to-head down the stretch. I think in every other division, uh, you can look at and say, I don't know. Now, NFC East could get interesting, but I, I, I think we'll see the Philly pull away. But man, Baltimore and Cincinnati—it could go down to the last game of the season, and I—I I really think this is going to be fun to watch.
1: I do too. I'm
0: with you on that. So, um,
2: looking at it, in the last sixteen third quarters, <laughs> the Bengals defense has allowed zero, 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 three, seven, zero, 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 three, 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 zero, zero. They know what they're doing with adjustments. I, that coach, I think, should be getting some. I still don't have his put name pulled up, but he's doing, obviously he's doing something well there. And it feels like to me, similar to last year, Joe Burrow said that uh, he wasn't good early on the year because he has, he, he kind of go, and it's hard to describe it, but he just kind of goes on vision and feel. And he said he was it was rough early in the year because he was coming off. Was it a, oh, was this a, it was ACL, ACL surgery. So he didn't play the whole preseason. And then this past year, what was this surgery he did? He had a
0: App- appendectomy.
2: Appendectomy. Yeah. So he missed the whole preseason. So it makes sense that the first three ish weeks, he was kind of, he just didn't have that feel for it. Plus, they had a whole new offensive line. And I'm just saying, the last two weeks, that offense looked, you were like, oh, that's that offense that was scaring people in the playoffs. And I'm a Cincinnati yeah. guy. I'm a Lamar Jackson guy. And I kind of think, I think before the year, I predicted Lamar to win MVP. And that didn't look great here. But um, yeah, I think since he, I think since he, Still gets that division. And that one is – I'm with Tony, though. Cincy-Baltimore kind of gives me that because that last Sunday night game they played was really fun. Yeah. And I think they give me the same vibes that Baltimore-Pittsburgh used to give me on those AFC North Sunday night yeah. football games yeah. where it's yeah. just the, – the teams don't – they respect each other, but they don't really like each other. And it's just good football.
0: Yeah. I bet you we're going to get to see a lot of them on Sunday nights when they start flexing games. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and and for the time and for the future moving forward because it's Joe Burrow and Lamar. I think they're going to both be at those teams for, yeah, for the for, for foreseeable of, future. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, let's go to the one. Uh, let's go to the AFC South where we had. This is where there was one of our most shocking teams.
0: Lyft had Indy. Hold, Kevin hold, had Jacksonville. Kevin, Kevin, hold hold on a sec. You said AFC South. I'm I'm feeling queasy. Um. I might get sick here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't blame you.
2: LJ had Indy, Tony had Indy, prestige worldwide. And I believe his quote to Tony, because he wasn't on the podcast that day, but he gave a little like one line for each one. He was like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but don't overthink it, Tennessee. Tennessee. And Tennessee, I still don't think Tennessee is that good. But damn it, they're just Brable's well-coached team. They know what they do and they do it. And they're sitting atop the standings on that one. Let's see. Do I have it pulled up? They are at four and two, and the Colts are three, three and one. So they're not far behind them. Uh, We'll start with you, pops. Um, Tony's feeling a little queasy, so let's go with you first. Well, let let me. me.
1: Y'all told me (laughs) something that I guess. Excuse me, I didn't know. Uh, Matt Ryan's just—he's not benched for the season or anything, right? Is he hurt? What's What's up with that? No,
2: he's out. (laughs) Ben Foles is now number two. They made it clear that they like at first it was it was actually interesting. So at first it was like Matt Ryan's a little banged up Ellinger starter. And I think like someone pressed him on were like, oh okay, so he's two. They're like, well, no, he's hurt, but Ellinger's a starter for the time being. Nick Foles is two, Matt Ryan is three. So they they wow. made it clear that He's moved down the depth chart. See, and he I just today, there was,
1: man. I thought there was an argument. As of thinking, Wednesday night, I think bad. he
2: came out and said he was shocked and stunned at the benching.
1: I mean, you got the both running backs back. You know, anyway. So, but I, Tennessee, yeah, it's kind of boring, whatever. But I, I mean, if I could switch now, I would. I would switch to Tennessee. I think they're going to boringly. Uh, lunch lunch box work boots win that division. That's what they're going to. <laughs> what if what if
2: I gave you Tony? What if I gave you some some like decent odds? I don't know. I don't have them pulled up. But like, if there were good odds for the Colts,
0: do you see them getting back in there? Or you're like, nah. Dude. And that's why I don't. I don't think this is going to be as interesting division. They could, um, because Ellinger com- could come in and. And light a spark, and be that difference maker, and make some throws that Ryan couldn't get on the edges that Ryan couldn't, and go forward. Now, then they'll say this: uh, Ryan Tannehill is probably out this week, and maybe a couple weeks with an injury, and so we we may see Willis. I haven't seen that. We may see Willis for the first time, and um, but it, it all revolves around Derrick Henry, you know. And so Tennessee is lunchboxing it all the way, and and because yeah. You know, uh, Traylon Burks probably is out back in about three or four weeks, I think, um, to give them a little firepower on the outside. But it's a really boring offense. So, here, if I could give you some odds, Tony. Titans minus 140.
2: Colts plus 225. Jaguars plus 350.
0: Texans plus 2,500. To win the South? Would, to win the South. I'd probably put $10 on the Colts. because, Dude, yeah. they only a game back. Um. Well, and this is kind of what Frank Reich does.
2: I think he's a good coach, not a great coach. And they do this to where you're like, I don't know about him but then all of a sudden they start winning down the stretch, and they don't have this year. They don't have a Carson Wentz like they did last year to blow the final two games of the year. That basically (laughs) they have the playoffs locked up, and Carson Wentz lost to the Jags in the final week of the year. They're gonna have a damn not that I had money on. They're gonna have
0: a damn Texas Longhorn behind the center. Well, well, I can't tell
2: you. Speaking From of – conversation game. with Texas Longhorns, they, they are very excited about it. Sam Ellinger is an exciting quarterback. He was fun in college. He could – he gives me a, a very – a Taylor Heineke feel. Not always great, but it's fun. It's fun. Heineke's
0: fun to watch. I like Yes, like he, he is. The, yeah. the Washington Commanders are a better team with Taylor Heineke than they are Carson Wentz. I, I mean, I, we'll get there. We'll get there. But, but that was the best, best move. All season.
2: Yeah. What were you going to say? I well, I just yeah, saying. So.
1: Speaking of uh, Jacksonville, I think uh, there was some, one of us picked them to win this Man. division. I was just uh, kind of curious how that how that uh, person. Well, uh, uh, being, so after being uh, the uh, the ombudsman, I'm wondering how the ombudsman feels about that yeah. pick. So
2: before yeah. they played Philadelphia, which I think was week four, maybe. Um, I felt great. I, I bet felt you did. fantastic. <laughs> I think I even uh, took a little victory lap on the podcast because yeah. Pops was taking them as a money line dog against Philadelphia, or maybe just to cover, maybe just to cover. But you took them, and I was like, "Well, somebody took them for the division. That guy's real smart. Who who did that? What? Doesn't seem as smart right now. I don't know what happened. I still think they're a good team, which is the weirdest thing. I actually like them a lot." At plus 350, I'd probably, like Tony said, with the Colts, I'd probably sprinkle ten dollars on it.
0: That's yeah, the easiest um,
2: division, yeah. Got a shot. Uh, but no, I I think uh, on this one, prestige worldwide had it right. I mean, just yeah, don't yeah. overthink it. The Titans are as good, if not better, roster wise, and they're just well coached. And we talked about it last week. Bill Belichick says it more teams lose games than win games in the NFL, and the Titans just don't lose it. So good on them. Let's go what, over did, now. Did
0: Tony go ahead and go with Tennessee too? You know he took Indy. No, I'm t- I'm staying with Indy. You staying with plus, Indy, okay? Plus two fifty, yeah, two twenty five. If we're right, if we're writing down.
2: I'll go Titans. I'm with Prestige. Let's, let's not. I'm about to overthink it. Don't overthink it. A it. Time. Don't overthink I was going to it. overthink it a second time. All right. <laughs> let's go to the AFC West, the best division. In, oh wait, no, it's not the best division <laughs> in football. Like we all said, it would be. We said the Western divisions would just be a gauntlet. Um, yeah,
0: there's another great state.
2: Let's see. What do we have that written down? We had since Uncle Tony said. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I think. it. Okay.
0: I think we gave. That Speaking of great or,
2: mistakes, I'll start off. If we're going great yeah. mistakes, I'll start off on this division. I picked Denver. To not only win this division, but be the AFC champions. That may still happen, <laughs> but it doesn't look like it. And then we had L. J. Tony all go in Chargers, and proceeds worldwide. Now I don't know what his one sentence was that, here. It might have just been Hail Chiefs or whatever they say. But he went in Kansas City, I, and, and that was yeah, unbiased.
1: No surprise there, but
2: um, and Kansas City leads the division right now. Uh Pops where where are you? I'm
1: going with Kansas City now. I mean Kansas City Don't looks even think good. About
2: it. Well, I think
1: I think they are the clear second best team in the NFL uh uh to to to, to Buffalo. And uh,
2: And I wouldn't be that shocked. To me the winner of them two the winner of them two probably win the Super Bowl, to Yeah, me. I think so. And the winner of that game is probably the home team, probably. I mean, yeah. and right now Buffalo has the upper hand cuz they beat Kansas City.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm, exactly. going, I'm I'm switching over to KC in that one, if Tony, I can.
2: Uh, yeah, sure. I, I this is on. our chance to – we're clearing everything up for the people. We're, we're getting it all right. From here on out, we'll obviously be dead right.
0: I, I am probably going to move over to Kansas City, and it, it's because of the injuries that the Chargers have, have faced. Keenan Allen's been out. Now Mike Williams is going to be out. They've lost some linemen. They and lost. Mike him. Williams
2: got, what was it? Did, did you read it? Or you probably know. Was it a high ankle sprain? A,
0: a high ankle sprain. That Which is one of the, really the worst, worst ones. Who got that? Who had the high ankle Mike sprain? Mike Williams. Mm. Which I'm feeling and good so about that, my uh, that, Mike Pittman book go ahead. on that. That's good. We're going to be all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And, and the, even worse in this division, J.C. Jackson is out for the year, their cornerback. And so. It's gonna be really tough for them to stand up because they ain't got to, they don't have anybody to cover Devontae Adams, they don't, <laughs> they don't have anybody to cover, whoever's the hot hand, Juju or Marquez Valdez Scantling or Miko Harding. They're just, it's just gonna to be tough for them to survive without that number one corner.
1: Hmm. Well, the hot hand is not, it's not gonna be Miko Hardman, I don't think. It might be those well, first two, but it won't uh, be Miko. So
2: I do want to go back. So that the reason I'm, I'm jumping with y'all on the Chiefs, and it's because. One, just Patrick Mahomes. I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes, he already has a lead on the other two, and it's, and he's awesome, and Andy Reid. Two, it kind of felt like they, in the second, maybe the last three quarters, but really that second half, they found their offense. Yeah. They found, now they have Kelsey still doing what Kelsey does. He wasn't crazy, but he was fine. And then Hardman kind of gets in the horizontal stuff with those jet sweeps and, every, and bubbles. He's got that covered. Valdez Scanling finally looked like the guy we thought he might could be, which is just to break the top off. They don't have a tire or kill, but they have a guy now. They have different guys that can all do that thing. And then Juju. Juju looked pretty was, good. <laughs> he, he looked like the guy in the middle. who's He, he catches over the middle. He breaks some tackles, gets a little bit of yak. They got to figure out their run game still. But mm-hmm. that looked like, – and honestly, and this was one game, so we don't know what it's going to look like the rest of the year. But if they can – if that was something they really found something – that's better than just a Tyreek Hill because now they have that option on the field at all times. They have the MVS for the deep shot. They have Juju over the middle. They have uh, Hardman who's still going to run. He's basically going to be in motion all game, and you've got to keep an eye on him because I don't – Hardman is never going to be the Tyreek Hill that we kind of thought he could be when he got drafted, but he's dangerous. He is dangerous. And I, that offense is scary. Yeah. And I still like Pacheco.
0: Yeah. I, the, the Chiefs have got to go get him a – rusher because it came out yesterday. Frank Clark has been suspended for two games for the personal, for uh, personal uh, conduct policy. Uh, okay. I don't even know exactly what the incident was, but he's suspended for two games. So he'll be out. Luckily for the Chiefs, their next two games after the bye are the Titans and the Jags. So they should still be okay, uh, but uh, not big powerhouses there. and um, But they've got to find uh, some defense. Uh, some type of pressure because their their secondary can can bend but not break, but they gotta find somebody to get pressure on the quarterback. So
2: Tony, is there any switch in you right now, top team in the AFC or your favorite? No, Bills, Bills. Chiefs.
1: Bills. Still Pops
2: you the same? Yeah oh yeah.
1: Bills. it's Bills and K C and I but I think yeah, Bills have the edge. Bills yeah. still
2: <sighs> I think so too. I think Chiefs showed me something offensively that makes me think they might can get there, but it's it's what Tony just said. The the Bills still have uh, Stephon Diggs, that the Chiefs have no idea what to do with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they and, just can't stop him. Yeah. And next week, when we are talking after the trade deadline, if Kareem Hunt is wearing the white, blue, and red of the Buffalo Bills, I think there's no doubt. Yeah. Boy, that would be impressive. Yeah. That would be.
2: All right. So that wraps up. I do want to. Are the Chargers even still? I think when we when we discuss this before, because I see so many LACs on the list. We thought they were probably Super Bowl contenders at the time.
0: Is that now? Are you
2: crossing that off, Tony? Or are they no
0: longer? No. Uh, if they okay, get okay. healthy, I think they've got an opportunity to, to, to uh, win. You know, if they're healthy the last three games of the season, they make the playoffs and can be that team like Cincinnati, they can make a run and come out of the wild card position and, and make it to the Super Bowl because uh, they've got the firepower to do it. And if all three wide receivers are healthy, both running backs, if Eckler and Sony Michelle are healthy, and they they find a way to cover that corner, uh, they, they can make noise.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say no because they got a bad coach. I just I just don't <laughs> think the I, I I don't think he I don't think he is. That's, good. that's a good point. I, I I don't like their coach. Uh, I'm mean, I'm not I don't dislike him, but I just think he makes some some poor choices. Yeah, and, make some poor choices. Yeah. So I think that's their And I'm
2: gonna Dang, I've been the like I've tried to ride this daily train as long as possible, and I'm I'm not fully out, but I'm I'm slowly getting rid of stock.
1: I think I'm, I'm out. Slowly getting rid of <laughs> yeah. stock.
2: I, y'all sold the stock. Your stock's been sold for a little while. I'm slowly starting to diversify uh, a little bit. Let's move over to the National Football Conference, and we'll start with um, the NFC Beast. Who would have thought they would have so many great teams in this oh. division? No one picked the Giants, although they're number two in it. But let's go. Lift had Dallas. Kevin had Philly. LJ had Dallas. Tony had Dallas. Prestige Worldwide had Philly. Uh, Pops, you, you like your pick? You're changing the pick. What are you doing?
1: You know, I, I I'm going to stick with my pick, and I, I okay, I, I really am, and and I, I think I just don't. I think Philly's playing their best ball right now, and you really want to be playing your best ball. In December, and and they might can push it through, but I just don't know. I think they're gonna they're gonna have they're not gonna finish the season undefeated. Although I do, they got an easy schedule. I know they do, um, but I just think they're gonna have a, a little turmoil there. And I think you know Dallas has what the second easiest schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I, I'm gonna by hair. I'm gonna stick with with Dallas. Oh,
2: Does it influence your decision? I don't know if you saw this as of Wednesday night, right before we start recording, the Eagles traded for Robert Quinn, the defensive end who was at the Bears for a fourth-round pick. So they're going all in. I think we all knew they were going to. Does that change anything, or you're still the same?
1: Well, I didn't know that, but I'm still going to stick with it. I, I just, I, As we talked before, I love that Dallas defense. I love watching Micah Parsons play, and, if, if, and I think we've got a decent offense at Dallas, so I I, do. I'm going to stick with them.
2: Uh, I agree, and I was, I was actually – I know a lot of people weren't because people were ready for Dak to come straight back and go nuts. Dak had a better game than Cooper Rush has had his entire career, and it was a very mediocre game looking at it because you just expect more from him. The run game still looked good. Defense looked good. Zeke, did you see though, Pops, I, I read today that Zeke now is questionable against Chicago this week with a knee sprain.
1: Right. And Does I, doesn't that make us better? Well, <laughs> Tony maybe, except, for for the, the except
2: for the last 2 weeks, I remember I was tell I was talking in text I have where I'm like, Zeke kind of has a little pop to him. He He better because he was going to be Zeke, sitting on the bench,
1: right? I mean,
2: well, and so that's why I thought we had a shot cuz we had not only had a, a two down uh, two different running backs, but Zeke looked like Zeke and Pollard was the explosive Pollard. I thought we really had a shot. We'll see what happens. I do think Pollard gives that offense more pop And Zeke, Zeke will does. be
1: back, right? This isn't a, a long term, I don't think. Well, it, the
2: problem is it's it's a very similar injury to what he had last year, where he could play through every single week, but he never gets freaking healthy. Mm, yeah. I thought we had healthy Zeke against Philadelphia and we lost that game. But Zeke had a little juice that I haven't seen from him in probably two or three years. Tony, I, I saw your mouth
0: start to move. What what you got? I believe Zeke is officially out this week. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Which is smart because I think it's smart. Yeah. They've got to buy the next week. But it's my understanding that if I read the news correctly, he has now been ruled out for week eight.
2: I think well, I, I think that. last year we legit asked for them to do that same thing. I think he had a MCL sprain, and that we were like, they should probably just hold him out and then give him two straight weeks. And we played him. And so he wasn't healthy, going back, and he was just not healthy the rest of the year. Tony, where do you stand on this division? We had you with uh, Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, as yeah. well.
0: So, Eagles have the easier schedule. They're leading. Do you switch or no? You know, I'm going to stay with the Cowboys, and here's why. I I think I was just looking at the Eagles schedule. I I I will predict that they will go two and three in their last five games and finish twelve and four. I think the Cowboys. We'll probably also finish twelve and four and it depends on how the Cowboys mistreat the Eagles in Dallas to t- who wins the who wins the the, the the division. So that's my that's my bold prediction. So I'm staying with the Cowboys.
2: Well, y'all want to give you some interesting uh, odds here? I'm reading right now. Eagles minus four hundred. Dallas plus five hundred. No kidding, really? Giants plus nine hundred. Plus 500, no even, it
1: seems like it might be worth putting a little money on. Um, yeah.
0: For the division? And it, for it the varies, division. Yeah,
2: for the division. And it varies a little bit. I'm seeing plus 500 on one book, plus 470 on another, plus 450, plus 450. One book has them at plus 500. So it's not most of them. but still plus 450 is pretty pretty high as well. Huh. Wow. Well, interesting. Uh, I'm not telling you anything with money. I no, just was I, throwing that yeah, out so,
0: there. Uh, I and no been, one has
2: the Giants. No one's even thought about the Giants.
0: No, I the no. Giants I think they are as you said, they've set a record with the number of single score wins in the first seven weeks. And they are one injury away from being uh going two and five in the second half. Now yeah. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna discount how well they're playing. Uh I, I think they've done a great job and they have reversed the ship and it's good to see the Giants be better, but they're they're the one to me that have the best opportunity for a uh flip.
2: Oddly, it's kind of the same way I talked about the Giants as is, is how I was talking about Cooper Rush. Like I want to can I please just give credit to how I uh, happy and proud I am of how they're doing, but I know that's not sustainable. It's just not. The Giants aren't going to go 6 and 1 in the next 7. But but in the same boat, I'm I giving a lot of credit to Dave Balls made chicken salad out of chicken shit this year and, and and I think he's as an NFC East fan, I'm nervous because I think I think Big Blue has a coach, and I yeah. I'm worried about that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, It's not good for a Cowboys
2: fan.
0: I I want to ask you guys. So if if you if you were able to say Dallas is five and two, where would you say they were in the NFC East? If you did, I would know. have
2: said that. Oh, at well, the top,
0: I would say is where I would well, say.
2: I say that, but I, I in the same pod where I, uh, I had a bold prediction with Jacksonville, that was uh, obviously terrible. Um, I think I said Philly might have the best record in the MFC at the end of the year and then okay. lose in that first playoff game. Okay. Because I just don't think Jalen Hurts is a playoff quarterback. I think okay. he's just okay. So I might still have Philly. But five. And, if you would have told me after week one, Dallas will be after after we learned – the offense looked inept for three quarters and then Dak was out for four to six weeks with a broken thumb. I would have told you that da- I, I think I literally said Dallas, the season is over. Sure. It's <laughs> done. Yeah. I think you do. So, I,
0: yeah. I mean,
2: I'm and I agreed with you. Understand. Yeah.
0: Their strengths of schedules are not that tough, but I, I'm just saying it's amazing that the NFC East is six and oh, six and one, five and two and three and four. And, and the commanders just beat the Packers. I, I, you yeah. know what's up with that? The um and BM, the Cowboys
2: just traded the Cowboys traded a pick to go get at, and it's not a big name. They got a defensive tackle, try to shore up a little running and basically just a huge a big body to put in the middle. I, if I'm Dallas, I'm thinking about trading. If someone comes available that could really change their future for this year, I might would trade draft stock just because. I, I don't think they're Super Bowl a team. They're, the defense is Super Bowl. That's a Super Bowl defense they have. You already you paid Dak what you paid him. Now's the time to go for it because they're about to have to pay Ceedee Lamb a bunch of money.
0: Well, if they had, I, I'm surprised they went and got a D line. They need an O line. The thing about it this time they traded year, like a
2: six round pick, so it wasn't like they traded.
0: Yeah, the big thing camp. about this year nobody's trading offensive linemen, and that's really what they need. Odell Beckham may be in camp in three weeks. But it' not going to do us any good if Dak can't stand up right and throw. Yeah. Let's go to
2: what do we got next? Hold on, let me pull up our list here. The NFC North. North. All right, so we got Lif and Kev with Minnesota, LJ with Green Bay, Tony with Minnesota. So all three of us are on Minnesota, and prestige worldwide a while with Green Bay. As as we all know, at the moment. Minnesota leads that division to five and one. It's not the strongest five and one ever, but <laughs> it is five and one. It's five and one. And the Packers look like crap. I mean, they look bad. Um I think we're probably all sticking with Minnesota, right? Is that Oh right? yeah.
1: I'm sticking oh, with yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, well yeah.
2: then let's just talk, let's just talk Packers then. Is this reversible? And I don't know. Where do you stand with the Packers, Tone?
0: I don't you know i I don't know. It, it it just looks like to me Aaron Rodgers doesn't look like a guy who cares, who gives a shit whether he wins or not. I, I I you know, and I I don't want to get emotional about it. You look at football and you've got to be, you know, where are their strengths, where are their weaknesses. But right now, I don't I don't see a leader on that team. They don't have a guy that can give the ball and say, just take care of it, uh, unless it's Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has beat back the the specter that was AJ Dillon, and Aaron Jones is. It, it, Runs that backfield, but they're not that good. Their defense is not that good. They're just not that good right now, and I don't see how they bounce back from it. There's nobody that's that shines. at man, like a Micah Parsons or a or a, a Frank Clark or a, a a a Bosa. Pick one. They don't have that person to go out there and say, yeah. Let's lead. Let's see what they're gonna. Because Aaron Rodgers is not that anymore.
2: Yeah, I think that's, that's where they've fallen into a problem where, and it's kind of interesting. So, Devonte Adams left Green Bay, and did he leave Green Bay for money? Did he leave Green Bay because him and Derek Carr are boys, or was it maybe Derek or Aaron Rodgers kind of not fun to play with? Like, I don't like playing with that guy. I think it was a combination of all of them. And I, it's been long said on this podcast, especially from you two Aaron Rodgers just kind of seems like an asshole. Pat. And I think ask that ass hat, ass hat. Sorry, yeah, ass hat. <laughs> I just think you need a leader that the the players need to like the leader a little bit. I, I think everyone respects Aaron Rodgers. As, yeah, talent wise, he's up there. He just doesn't bring the leadership to you. And I think he also thinks he's just better and smarter than everybody he's around. I mean, Bob says, "Do you think they turned it around?" I guess was the first question. And then, do you want to rip on Aaron Rodgers? Because I know you don't.
1: Oh I I don't care. you know I'm getting to where I don't care you know about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is is where I'm getting but and and I know I say this a lot but he he's got those young receivers out there and 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 I'm I'm just going to say it his body language to to those receivers when they don't uh, you know make the, the 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 catch or whatever that's just not how you how you mentor someone along that's just not how you do it that's not what leaders do. And, and I think Tony kind of hit the nail on the head. I don't think there is a, you know, is Bakhtiari, you know, is Bakhtiari enough to, somebody's got to step up and, and, and probably Rogers has it in him. I mean, my God, he's a talented, talented guy. There's no question about that. As talented as anybody I've seen play the position. Um, But, but, and I don't know that you have to like your leader, but you've got to respect your leader. And I just it's hard to respect a guy that just looks like that. So no, I, I don't know. I don't. I think they've got some talent because I like Aaron Jones and and I actually like AJ Dillon. I like the combination of those two. And if one of those receivers can maybe step up and and become uh, electric, you know, over the last part of the season, but I don't see that happening. So I, I think I think Green Bay's probably out of it really do.
2: You got, you got strong head nods by both of us on the point where you said, the, um, don't have to like him but respect him. I think that, that was the yeah. point that, yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, the defense is still talented, though. And Tony mentioned the trade deadline coming up. Supposedly, Chase Claypool is a guy that they've circled at Green Bay that they might trade for. It just it wouldn't shock me if they get right back in the thick of things because Aaron Rodgers, as much as you we may not like him, he's that good. Wouldn't,
1: wouldn't shock be, me either, Kevin. I'm with you, um, but
2: I'm all. I'm with y'all. I'm I'm not moving off Minnesota, even though I think Minnesota is going to come back down to earth a little. I think the defense probably gets better. Minnesota is. I'm sorry, sorry, mom. Minnesota is probably going to get to like a NFC divisional runner or. or NFC Championship and blow it because I just don't trust Kirk cousins, so they're going to tease you with they might be good enough to do it, and I just don't think they do it. Tell me what your hands up for over there. I called Minnesota Super Bowl. Hmm. Well, that would be the ultimate, yeah, that'd be the ultimate letdown. They I, get all I, the Super Bowl. I like
0: them coming out of the NFC because there's it's a a cluster over there, but yeah, you, you know here's the reality of it. Minnesota's coming out of their buy uh at at five and one. Green Bay is three and four, and so and going to Buffalo (laughs) and going to Buffalo, and I think I'm struggling. Minnesota may be my favorite of the week. So Minnesota gets the Cardinals coming coming to Minnesota after a bye. Man, that's that's awful tough. Uh, So they they are probably six and one, and and uh, Green Bay is three and five. Dude, that's going to be tough to overcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Minnesota can play five hundred the rest of the way, and dude, they can't catch him. So, yeah, that's going
2: to be tough. Uh, Let's go over to the division, the other division we thought would be awesome, and uh, like we all predicted. Let me—I'm looking at—we all said (laughs) Seattle would be leading the NFC. Oh wait, no. Okay, we all said for the majority. Said Rams will win the NFC West. <laughs> Everybody picked Rams to win this division. I picked San exactly. Francisco. Right now, the Rams. Yeah. The Rams lead this division at three and three. San Francisco is behind because they played more games at three and four. Uh, I mean, neither one of these. The Rams or the Forty Nine ers coming off a of shellacking from the Chiefs, and the Rams have not looked good through uh, six weeks. What do, you,
1: what do you think, Pops? Uh, I'm uh, changing mind. Are you going to, to Seahawks? I'm going. With, going? No, I'm, I'm going with San Francisco. I, I like. I like that Christian McCaffrey uh, pickup. I, I mean, my God, you've got Debo Samuel, you've got George Kittle, you've got Christian McCaffrey. I mean, can Brady, defenses have too, to be scared it? to death. Uh, and and oh, by the way, you may have as good a defense as there is in the league. Uh, on the other side of the ball at San Francisco. So, yeah, I understand they're three and four. But I'm uh, – uh, and, and I do think the Rams are going to straighten the ship up a little bit, but I'm I'm moving over to San Francisco in that.
2: What um was – was uh, Jimmy Garoppolo just born with a four-leaf clover in his butthole? Like, what's going on? there? hate that man. Not only was he drafted to the Patriots, got a Super Bowl there, and then he got traded to the Niners where they just paid him all guaranteed money before they really have seen much. And then all they've done is just put amazing rosters around him nonstop. Jimmy Garoppolo. And, and we'll go ahead and say it. He's a, he's a good-looking guy, too. He's, he's good looking a good-looking guy, looking whatever. Manager. I mean, come <laughs> like on. I don't, know, I don't know what you're doing in life, Jimmy G, but it's working. Karma's working out so far, so just keep it up. He seems like a decent guy, too. He's likable yeah, enough. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, all the teammates love him. Yeah. And then he got his, his job taken, and Trey Lance – I uh, hope it he, he, he gets better, but Trey Lance gets hurt and he's right back in the starting lineup. I mean, the guy—I don't know what it is—he's got a gold boot up his butt. Uh, Tony, what do you what do you think about about that division and maybe the Forty ers Can I tell you after the game this Sunday uh, between the Rams and the 49ers? <laughs> they do
0: play each other this week, um, and
2: the Forty ers kind of routed the Rams, but the Rams are coming off a of bye week, so
0: coming off a of bye week, Forty ers just got plastered. Um, I At think home? that. T- I am going to stay with the Rams, and here's why. I think the Rams are getting a little bit healthier. Van Jefferson's going to be back in a couple of weeks. They can forget about trying to target Allen Robinson. Stafford has had 12 days to rest his weary elbow. Their defense is still pretty good, um, and I, I think they can make it. But here's if San Francisco's defense gets healthy, and they have really been hurt on the defensive side of the ball, when the when the Rams defense gets I mean excuse me, 49ers defense gets healthy, very similar to what I said about the Chargers. If they get healthy in the last four ball games, they make a run and could and could be uh, a Super Bowl uh contender out of a wild card. But I think the Rams uh write the ship, hold it down, can beat Seattle. Um Seattle DK Metcalf, we're gonna see if he can come back this week or he's gonna be out two or three weeks. Can Geno Smith keep doing what he's doing? If he you know how is that going to happen? I think the Rams have the most, still have the most complete team in that in that division, and I'll stick with the Rams.
2: I think so. I'm, I went to go look at the the, the schedules down the stretch, and the, both West divisions play each other. So these teams, whether we like the Chargers or not, I mean the Chargers are a good team. Whether we like the Raiders, their records bad, but they're decent. Like both teams have a good a tough schedule going down the stretch. Mm-hmm. my problem with the Rams is they have a running back problem and it doesn't look like so I don't, and we'll get into the McCaffrey trade now because we didn't get a chance to do this last week because it happened after we recorded, but the Rams have a a running back problem. I don't see that getting fixed and I don't know if Stafford's going to get healthy. He didn't get healthy over this this offseason. What makes me think he's going to be healthy now? So I think I go San Fran here. Pops, I want to ask you what do you think? So, the trade is good as far as McCaffrey's awesome, but you're trading for McCaffrey for the 49ers and they gave up. So, you probably, if you listen to this podcast, you probably heard the podcast in like hours before. And I don't know when it came out, but not long after we said there's no way McCaffrey's getting traded and then McCaffrey gets traded. We, to give us a little credit tone, we said if the Panthers want two first round picks, It ain't happening. And that didn't happen. We we were kind of right because the 49ers gave up a second, third, and fourth, I believe, or right, yeah, maybe two-thirds. But um, personally, I didn't like the trade. I want to wear two hats. I I was excited about it because I was like, he's fun. This is going to be awesome as a fan. But on my, like, judge this as a a GM trade, I thought it was a bad trade by them, Pops.
1: You thought it was a bad trade by San Francisco? Yeah. Um, I don't because I just I just think what a weapon he is. He's kind of you know didn't he play played college ball at Stanford? So you know he so he likes the the area he's somewhat home. <laughs> um, I, th- I think he's just twenty six. Um, maybe he's passed if he's passed his injury uh, issues. I mean he's got you know he's got three. Super solid. Four years left in him, and when you pair him with with Kittle and and who arguably maybe the best receiver, but one of the best skill position players in football, in Debo Samuel, um, I, I like it. I thought San Francisco pushed all their chips to the middle of the table, and I think you brought it up how you know they're, they're often competing with the L.A. Rams, and I think the Rams were trying to get him, and had the Rams gotten him, I think that would have turned <clears throat> turned the uh, tide a little bit. So. Uh, I, I liked the trade for San Francisco. I, I really did.
2: That's what makes them great. a little different. It's just so when Stafford became available, supposedly the Rams and 49ers were interested and the Rams got him. And then OBJ got, became available last year. The Rams and 49ers were interested and the Rams got him. And then the Rams won a Super Bowl. So I think this, this, this uh, last week, CMC becomes available. Guess who's a, guess who wants them? The Rams and 49ers. And the 49ers just decided, no, F that. We're not letting the Rams get another guy, even. We're just not helping them out. So that makes me appreciate a little more. But Tony, the Shanahan, old Shanahan and young, which actually pops uh, Christian McCaffrey <laughs> was a ball boy, I think, on one, on some of those. Uh, yeah, because his dad played yeah. for Mike. Yeah. He's going to play with uncle right now. But. I just don't. I, Kyle and Mike both have shown they can do this with anyone. Give them Elijah Mitchell. Give them whoever. Jeff Wilson. They're they're solid. And then you just give all this draft capital, and you're going to pay a guy in the next couple of years. But Tony, it looked like you kind
0: of like the trade. You know, yeah, sorta. And here's why I say yeah, sorta. If, if you're wanting to get more people in the stands, great trade because you're a 500 team and. Bring the boy, bring the the prodigal son home, and uh, all those kind of things. Yeah, great. But they don't need that. And like you said, the the one position they can make work with just about they could have gotten Latavius Murray and done well. Um, and and so why not? Why isn't that uh, DJ Moore? Why who they could have really they could use that? Why isn't that uh, Bradley uh, uh, Chubb? Um, if he's available, pop. right? and yes. they're supposed to be shopping him. If it, you know, that's who I think they should go get. Now, when the Rams, it, it, they could, they certainly could have used him because he fits their system, I, and they need that. I, I don't know how much San Francisco, after looking at it, how much they really been. McCaffrey's phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. He's going to make that offense a little better.
2: He's going but, to be so fun. Like that's why, as a, as a fan, you can put yeah. the two sides together and go, "Yeah, that's awesome."
0: Jimmy, is it smart? You know, the, the thing that concerns me is Jimmy Garoppolo is not the kind of quarterback that can make both Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel plus George Kittle be phenomenal. I he, he's a game he's a game manager, and you got to get the ball to the. You got to be Patrick Mahomes. You got to be Justin Herbert. Tony. And, you, you said positions. it in a
2: nice way, but Jimmy, the problem is Jimmy Garoppolo is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I not but I think
1: get the ball in those guys' hands. I mean uh, that's up to Kyle Shanahan to to coach that, to, to, to game plan that, and and get yeah. the ball in those guys' hands and let them do the I work. Just,
2: yeah, and that's why I do think it's gonna be awesome. And Shanahan's gonna do some stuff, pops, and you make that he's gonna be he's gonna be fun. I just think. A really good pass rusher, or a really good no corner, one. or something—that's that, something they can't coach. Like Shanahan can coach up if you just run the right plays, like Elijah Mitchell, who drafted what fourth round, or whatever. If you just run my system, I'll make you look like you're a beast. And and he can't do that for a corner. He can't do that for a guard. He can't do that for a, a yeah. whatever. Man, good point. But but if you're and I, that's why I think I think it was half of. He's just going to be fun, a fun tool to play with. And the other half was, I don't want the Rams to get him. Because like, I think him and Sean McVay are the same way as we talked about those AFC North teams. They respect each other and they like each other. But fuck that guy. I, wanna <laughs> I wanna want to beat him. They want to beat each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, all right, does that get us through divisions? I, what did, think, I mean, did, we, we, we,
0: did we, we skip the South? We you
2: skipped the, the South and oh, Tony had south. a hell of a call oh. in the South.
1: I want to see if he's going to switch <laughs> his uh, – Excuse me, yeah. Let's go, go over.
2: Let's go down yeah. South before we get done. Uh, Darn, I thought so, we
0: might
2: skip that. No, no way I was going to let that happen, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Limp at Tampa Bay. Kevin and LJ both went with Nala. And then uh proceeds worldwide with Tampa Bay. I think he also said in this one, "Don't overthink it." And Tony did what some might would call overthinking it. He went with the Carolina Panthers. So let me
0: ask you this, Tony: Where do you stand? <laughs> let me let me ask you this: Who, which of those teams is only one game out of first place? <laughs> the Carolina. Uh, so are the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> And guess who's tied the one team nobody picked who's tied for the lead with a losing record is the Atlanta Falcons, who probably has worked, looked better than anybody else in the division.
1: Well, go ahead sure. and pick them, Tony. Go ahead and pick them.
0: I, I'm staying with the Panthers, man. I think they got. <laughs> whoa, well, really? hey, come on, think, Tony. I'm staying with the Panthers. I think they got. Here, here's what's that. If DJ Moore. Stays you don't in believe town. that, Tony. I do. If DJ Moore stays in town. These guys are going to rally around and say, look, we're, we're just as good as any of these other motherfuckers. We can go <laughs> and play with these people because they ain't got nobody else either. Tom Brady's got to figure out if he wants to still play or not. He's pining away for the woman that's going to get away. And I, I don't think he, you know, it's just what's going on up there. Now, I said last week that the Bucks are still one of the best teams, and, and we'll see. But if they implode, why not? They're a game out. Why not? So, I'm going to put a
1: check mark. You are affirming that you're staying with the Carolina Panthers. I'm affirming
0: I'm staying with the Panthers. Wow. I'm affirming.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: Their defense is getting better. It's actually getting better. Ask the 49ers.
1: You do realize they just – The Debo
0: Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco 49ers. Ask them who beat their ass last weekend. It was the Carolina Panthers' defense. Pops, did so you see did see you hear that? Because what I, what I
2: heard was a man trying to convince himself. That his pick was-
1: I think he, he thinks he's done good in the other divisions and he's just going to th- yeah. toss this one in, you know, whatever. Well, I
2: will say, Tony, if you – depending on how confident you actually feel, you can find that – I bet you can put some money f- on that bad boy. Future odds right now yes. have them shockingly, shockingly, they don't listen to this podcast guest, uh, at the bottom – Plus 2,000 is what I'm seeing. Tony. For the
0: Panthers. Money. Money is going on the Panthers tonight <laughs> to, win that, to win the NFC South. Yeah. Money. Pops, <laughs> let's, let's go over to you. As, I'm a Chuba man. Chuba. 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 I'm a Dante Foreman. I'm a Dante Foreman.
1: He's got a, a, a chub uh,
0: for Chuba. Uh, <laughs>
2: Pops, you went with Tampa. Are you sticking with Tampa?
1: Uh, yeah, kind of by default because all the rest of the—I mean, Atlanta would be the only other one that's playing reasonably decent. I think. I mean, New Orleans—who knows what's going on there? Carolina, Tony, whatever. Exactly. He <laughs> lost his mind. <laughs> you're insane. Um, you know. So yeah, I'm sticking with Tampa Bay. Uh, I th- I, I do think they'll get it right. I think. Tom, terrific, is going through some some personal things, but I mean, they still got talent. I mean, I think Fournette can turn it around. They got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with Julio Jones, but uh, Gage, you know, they they got they got they got a good defense. Uh, Maybe you know, there was talk for a while they maybe had the best defense. Yeah, I know. So
2: I think it's been weird, and I kind of like so. I do think there is an issue right now, pops, with. uh, and I know you're – I think you're a Todd Bowles fan, right?
1: I, you know, I, I love what Todd Bowles said in the press conference two or three weeks ago when they were trying to get him – kind of bait him into some kind of race comment. And I, I loved the way he handled it. Um, as far as a fan, I like him. I like the guy. Yeah.
2: I, um, I do too. I think there's an issue right now with someone needs to really grab the leadership of that locker room
0: Because I think there's
2: there's, – they're pretty much half and half. They're young guys and they're guys that won that previous Super Bowl. And that same team didn't walk through that door. And so someone needs to go – and I think Todd Bowles is trying to do that because he at one point said this. I think he said, like, (laughs) we got people living off that 2020 Super Bowl. But he doesn't need to say it to the media. I think he needs to get in that room and go, I don't care if your name's Tom and Brady. I don't care if you're Mike Evans – we aren't winning shit. We're bad. And we need to turn things around. And if, if that happens, I think that roster is there. I kind of go back to basically just repeat what Tony said last week about come the end of the year, I, Tom Brady's arm looks fine. I don't, there, there's things going on maybe in his, in his personal life. I don't really want to get into all that. But the quarterback's fine. I think between Leonard Fournette and Rashawn White, is that his name? I like him. Receivers are good. Yeah. That defense still has all the guys on it that made them a good defense. I just think they're going through a rough patch, and then December rolls around and we're like, oh, look here, the Buccaneers are really good again, and right. they got a quarterback they believe in.
1: R-E-L-A-X. Just relax.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're going to be there at the end.
2: But, to, Pops, have you thought about who when, when the Panthers win that division,
0: Tony, who's the quarterback? Is it yeah. –
2: P. Is K. it Walker. PJ Walker?
0: Is yeah. it? <laughs> okay. Hell, if you can you can quarterback the XFL. You can quarterback in the NFL. It's just a letter. It's <laughs> Just a letter. That's all it is. Just a letter. <laughs> all right. Well, what are you doing,
1: get... ombudsman? What do you you pick New Orleans? Are you sticking oh, with Atlanta, exactly.
0: New Orleans? Yeah. No, I'm dropping. I'm yeah. dropping New Orleans like a bad habit. Are you going, going with
1: around. Carolina? That did, Ten- did Tony Convention. No, I'm going
2: Tampa. Okay. <laughs>
0: You could go with the other team that's only a game out, you know.
2: No, I think
0: (laughs) that – You could go with the team
2: that's tied for the
1: lead in the whole division if you wanted to in the Atlanta Falcons.
2: Yeah. I don't think Tampa's winning the Super Bowl by any stretch, but I think think the – I don't want to say this, but I I think the Cowboys get the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Huh. Mm Hmm.
1: I mean, so could Tampa Bay. I mean, I I don't know who's coming out of the. I'm not ready to make a pick out of the NFC. I'm really not. Uh,
0: That's the Vikings horn going off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, Tone.
2: um, I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to get to our picks real quick. We're going to blaze through them. All right, let's go with your favorite favorite.
0: Minnesota minus three and a half at home coming off the bye against the Cardinals. Cardinals had a big win last week. Well, we got Minnesota minus
2: three and a half. Love it. Yep. All right. Pops, what you got?
1: I got Las Vegas minus one and a half at New Orleans. They better Las win. But they they need to win. So they're, they're uh, uh, minus one and a half at, at New Orleans. That's who I'm taking.
2: All right. For my favorite, I am going to go with – giving the Miami Dolphins minus three and a half at Detroit. I think Detroit is a dumpster fire. That's all you need to know. We're gonna go through at the end. I'm gonna give you prestigious picks because he's when he went three and O last week. So I want to give you those all in a line. So maybe if you want to, if you want a bird cage and throw them in a parlay or tease or whatever you want to do, I just want to give you those together. So if you're writing things down, um, pops underdog. What you got?
1: This is the dog to cover.
2: Yeah, dog to cover. Uh, dog
1: to cover. Uh, Chicago's getting nine and a half. I know they're at Dallas, but that's—I mean, they—they got to have Probably a little that. bit of momentum after the—the—the the, the game. What Monday night? Um, they're going to cover that nine. I mean, I think Dallas is going to win, but Chicago's going to cover that nine and a half. Da- Dallas don't beat anybody by ten points ever, <laughs> ever. It just don't happen. It don't, it just happen. don't happen. It don't happen. So sh- Chicago's my dog to cover.
0: Uncle Tone, what you got? I'm gonna take those New York Giants plus three and and the kicker, yeah, plus three at Seattle. Plus three? Do you? I don't think I. I don't have the kicker. Do you have the kicker? Plus three and a half. Mm, I just got, no. Uh, I just got plus three. Yeah. I okay, know, okay. Probably, I you saying
2: plus three. And. I'm gonna
0: buy a kicker when I put okay, money okay, on okay. it. But yeah, I, it's plus three. What I'm looking at right now. Hopefully, yeah, it'd let, be great if it went to three and a half. But uh, I'm taking them at three.
2: I. I'm going to take the, um, oh, that's just not smart. I'm just, you know what? No, they're coming off a No, yeah, just give me the, uh, I'm with Tony Giants. I'm with Giants. I kind of like them to win outright too, but I'm going to go with the Giants. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll go ahead and go with my uh, dog to win outright. I feel like I'm kind of cheating because they're only plus 100, but the Rams. I think the the Rams beat the Forty ers at home, even though there's probably going to be more San Francisco fans there. Uh, they're coming off the by. I like the Rams. Tony, I saw you give a look. Are we are we like simpatico right here?
0: Oh uh, yeah, should I, I, I was. Hey, I great
2: minds think alike, and then me and yeah. you also think alike. Yeah, but unfortunately, uh,
0: <laughs> it's been a contact, yeah. weeks for me. Maybe this <laughs> maybe I should feel good about it and just stay with it. I because uh, I I will give a just well no I will wait for lift because there's someone Hold else. I was
2: did y'all see the dog to cover? Green Bay is plus double digits to the yeah. Bills. Plus 11, yeah, yeah, wow! And nobody even picked it. Not,
1: Not touching me. it. Not, Not touching me. it.
2: What's your money line dog, left?
1: My money line dog is it kind of goes against my pick now that I think about it. But I'm th- Baltimore plus one at Tampa Bay. I, I just think Baltimore is fixing to. I think they're fixing to turn it around. And and they're getting a point, and I think they're going to win outright. I just think Baltimore's going to beat Tampa Bay.
2: Well, look, so just for the people out there, his pick was season-long division-wise. But, I mean, this hey. week, like we said, the
0: NFL's a volatile hey. thing. So, I mean, hey, you got to go a, with where you're – Hey, we're going to be talking next week about a four-way tie in the NFC South. <laughs> Carolina beats Atlanta. <laughs> the, uh, I bet we don't Saints leave the, the pot with the NFC South. I, know,
2: I have a feeling we're not leaving the pot with the NFC South.
0: I think, I think we're all – You know. at at three and five, it's going to be a four way tie, and y'all are going to be going like, "Well, maybe the Panthers aren't a bad bet." <laughs> Tony, do you, have a, do you have a money line dog? I'm gonna stay with the Rams, but, but you I mean, could know, it be I'm the a, Panthers? I'll go the Rams. No, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Rams, but I am probably, if I had to do another one, I'd probably take the Commanders plus three on the road at the Colts, and they may so, just show Sam Ehlinger. What it's like to play NFL quarterback for four quarters. I
2: was taking a hiatus, but now knowing that me and Tony have the same the same dog to cover and money line dog, I mean, I might have to just sprinkle that into a money line. I don't know what. Just a little sprinkle here and there.
0: What's a uh, uh, prestige worldwide got? So this is where our money needs to go. Yeah, this
2: is the six one that's six and zero in two with, weeks. Yeah, six and zero in two weeks. Let's see what what what's he wrote down. Let's see. We got. Favorite, favorite. He's got the Titans minus yeah. two against the Texans. Good pick. He's got the Giants to win out, or that's the underdog to cover. He's got Giants to cover, plus feel, three. Good, great pick. Love that one. Well, <laughs> y'all all over that. Yeah. So it's got to be right. <laughs> and then Moneyline, simple. He's just running it back. The New York teams have been treating him right. He's going Jets to win outright.
0: Against the Patriots at home. Big, big game there. They're yeah. in the
2: all black helmets.
0: Yeah. It, I, want, you know, I saw that the. the, the uh, Give me the Patriots money the line. The Patriots on that. minus two and a half at the Jets oh. after they don't know what quarterback. I was really surprised at that line. Really Get surprised. It. And I, the only thing I think of is because of Brees Hall.
2: Give me the Patriots. Give me the Patriots. And Prestige has made me look bad two weeks in a row, so he's probably (laughs) right. But but give me the Patriots. (laughs) Uh, Fun stuff. Pops, we could – I want to get to a bougie problem, but also I probably should have led this at the start of the pod. We are – at guys, it's it's a tough time of the year. So I just want to make it clear, if you don't already know, those fun-sized candy bars (laughs) – Although it doesn't feel like it If you eat 25 of them Like I might have done today <laughs> That counts as like four big candy bars It doesn't feel like it But like I, I'm the key I'm the best at like at a gas station Doesn't matter how good that Butterfinger looks I'm like I don't need a whole candy bar But you put a fun size bar in front of me I will grab it every time I yeah. cannot help it
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's the, the devil in wrapper And it, and it tastes good
1: yeah. I'm with you um, on that
2: Pop, let's get to a. Um, oh, it did. I don't know if we double checked on this, but it's full blown chili season. There will be a chili cooked in my house this weekend, pops.
1: Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had chili cook off at Little River this uh, this past weekend. Oh, so
2: you're all into chili? Yeah, chili yeah. season. We
1: right? didn't cook because we were watching. We were watching Nala Bear, but uh, we uh, we certainly were around and, and and tasted a lot of chili.
2: Good chili. Well, I know me me you and Jared talked about chili <clears throat> season and when it doesn't doesn't start. It's it's on now. It's, it's all official. Like, don't be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard a good bougie problem in a while do do you have one
1: well, so yeah, so my bougie problem this past week was for some unknown reason <clears throat> at least unknown to me uh direct t v uh in my <laughs> neck of the woods does not get the fox does not get fox There's some
2: sort of like probably contract to see I'm your sure something.
1: Fox wants more money for their signal or whatever, right. So, um, so I wanted to watch the San Francisco. Uh, what was it? San Francisco, Kansas City game. Want yeah. to watch San Francisco, well, Kansas City game?
2: And you pay the money, you have the ticket, and, right? So and I got, got the, the NFL Red ticket,
1: Zone. so I got the NFL ticket, right? So, so I can watch it. So I turn over the NFL ticket, and it's like, oh, this is blocked in your because it's owned in your area on a local channel. Well, no, I don't get the damn local channel because Fox has decided they don't. So you know, the only way that I could watch San Francisco, KC was Red Zone. That's the only way I could watch any of the game. It was on the red zone. And I'm just telling you, I pay a pretty damn penny for uh, the NFL ticket. I pay a pretty damn penny for DirecTV, and I couldn't watch the game I wanted to watch. And it really, really kind of pissed me off.
0: Yeah? You could have watched it like I watched it on Channel 702, the NFL mix where they put yeah, four games up. I don't,
1: I don't like the four games on at one time. I, just, I can't do that. You just, no.
0: Just disregard the other three? Yeah, yeah no, one.
1: I can't. Now I, I got a big-ass TV, and I'm looking at a corner of it? Yeah, exactly. And I've just now gotten used to the That's crawl. That's another bougie problem. I've just now gotten used to the crawl across the bottom. I can quit can oh, no, looking at not, the crawl.
2: You're not upset about the crawl.
1: I used to be. It used to be so distracting. I've learned to deal with that. I've learned to deal with the crawl. But, you know, hell, the Red Zone channel, They'll put three or four games on at the same time. I'm like, I had too damn much, too much. Yeah, Breaks yeah, it's just too much. Can't handle it. Can't do it. Can't Can do you, it. Won't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> can't win with them. Can't do it. Can't do uh, it.
2: <laughs> I see. I was. See, I don't agree with you on the four screens because, like, I don't mind when they do that, but the crawl. <laughs> you don't like the crawl.
1: No, I, I really don't. And you want to know something else I don't like? I don't like uh, the Thursday night Amazon game because because I can't put it on every – I like to put football on every TV in my house. So if I walk <laughs> to my bedroom, TV's on. I if David I walk to the too. living room, TV, uh, the football's on. If I walk to the kitchen, football's on. If I happen to walk outside, we have a TV on our back porch, football's on. Well, <laughs> I can't, I can't do that with the Amazon because I don't have enough bandwidth or something, I guess. There's another damn problem in my <laughs> Wi-Fi. just, I don't know.
2: Just. <laughs> anyway. Well, we had not had a bougie problem in a while. Hey, with and today, and six, he came
0: loaded. You and 6 million other people are having that problem with Amazon. They're left, so don't worry about it. Just pissing me off. Yeah, Amazon's not doing too good, Tony. Is that what uh, you're telling us before we started? They are down 6 million uh, viewers uh, for Thursday Night Football from the start of the season.
2: Well, I mean, let's be clear. When I say Amazon's not doing that well, I think Jeff Bezos is doing fine.
0: Okay, one less rocket trip next year, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know. Okay, fine. I I got a boozy problem. Oh, oh, we get two. Yeah, I got a boozy problem. Hear. So I don't know if y'all have heard, but there's a lettuce shortage. Uh, oh, let, let us talk about this. iceberg lettuce. <laughs> because, uh, there's a lettuce shortage. <laughs> so, did you hear him. Oh, man, I did. I just thought i ignore it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I ordered, one of my favorite things to order from my favorite Mexican restaurant is a fajita taco salad. Now, salad would make you think there's lettuce in it, right? Yeah. Typically, yeah. Typically. So I order fajita, and this is why I order it. I order a fajita taco salad with chicken, no onions or green peppers, right? That's how I order it, extra guacamole. I've been ordering it like that way for for many years from my same favorite Mexican restaurant. So we order it tonight and I open it up and it looks like that it's like halfway full. And I'm like, what? This is not my order. Okay, here's my chicken. Here's my guacamole. Uh, Here's my sour cream. And it's like, there's like three pieces of lettuce in the whole taco salad. I didn't order a fajita bowl. I ordered a fajita taco salad. There was no lettuce in my taco salad. Now, I can appreciate there being a lettuce shortage, of them trying to spread as much lettuce around to all the people. I get it. But, you know, at least they could have said, I'm sorry, there's going to be a little bit short of lettuce because we got a lettuce shortage. I'd have been fine. I said, you know, no problem. I'm glad to help a brother out. But not, not to tell me, and then for me to have half a taco salad, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I bet you paid full price for it, didn't you? I did. I did. So there was no discount for three pieces of lettuce? No, there's no discount whatsoever.
1: Well, that no let
0: us talk about a discount. Let us I mean, talk about it. So, anyway, that's, that a, is that's, a, a, that's a slight cr- bougie cr- problem. I know that's a cramper right there. This. Yeah. You know, well, but I, that's a bougie problem.
2: So I know you didn't eat as well as you had hoped. I hope you're are you drinking well? Well what's I
0: the only drinking? Tonight? Oh, okay. This is a new one. This is a new oh. one. And, and and so this is called, and you may have heard of this. It's called a kybrehina. <laughs> Wait, a what? Can you say that again? I-bra-ina. It is C A I P I R I N H A Capra. And we, we may have heard of this one. Okay. But because the, there's Capra bars on the West Coast. So I, this one is sort of for Tom Brady. And I know Tom sometimes listens to the podcast. And Tom, I know. He didn't the,
2: add us yet, but I do Tom, think he listened I, I, last he's
0: week. probably going to be short a little Brazilian treats for a while. And so I I just wanted to bring this to Tom because this may, you know, can just keep it, you know, keep it there, keep it warm for you. So the Caipirinha is a relative of the daiquiri. This strong sweet sour drink calls for Cachaca, a Brazilian take on rum that's distilled from fermented sugar cane juice. The Caipirinha, truly Brazil's national drink, is a combination of lime juice, sugar and Cachaca. And Kashaka, let me tell you guys, I've, I've tried it. It ain't anything like rum. If anything, it's a cross between Mezcal and uh, tequila and rum. It's really interesting. It's a smoky drink. It's like a smoky daiquiri, but it's real simple. It's a teaspoon of sugar, uh, half a lime cut up in quarters, muddled, and then two ounces of this Kashaka over ice. Man, it's good. It's, it's tasty. It's sweet. It's sour. It's smoky. It's a really cool drink. You could drink several of these quickly. As a matter of fact, viewers can't see, but I made two tonight. So anyway, it was because uh, you can't double it in the glasses. So so I had to make two. So it's really it's really good. I like this drink. I like it. It's a Bra- it's a Brazilian treat. The, the it's the national drink of Brazil. So mm. Tom, if you're feeling lonely, I get it. We've all been there sometime, some time, bud. Come by, I'll fix you a we can talk.
2: There you go. That's an open invitation. And there you go. He I don't think he's gonna have issue if you're coming on Sunday. <laughs> you can you'll be able to pull up all the games that might be on a, a quad box or oh, something, yeah. but you'll he's, still pull them up. Every game we
0: can scout whoever needs to scout. So
1: yep. it's all there yeah. not at my house. We ain't watching Yo. four screens at my house. Sorry, Tom. <laughs>
0: All
2: right, well, cross cross Trendy Ridge off your list. All right, that will do it for us. Guys, I will catch you next week. We'll be back with another pod. Peace. The day is here already.
1: Turn the metronome on. So, Tony, what would you... I saw this on Facebook today. If you could see uh, only two people or... I didn't say people or groups, but in concert. You can only see two, anybody, living or dead. Who would it be? Any two well, people.
2: Prince? I was about to say, I feel like I know one for sure. And...
0: Prince was one of mine. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen him, and we've seen him together. I... I I thoroughly enjoyed Green Day in concert. Good choice. I took Bob oh, that's Marley. Kind of I me. did Bob
1: Marley in Prince. I, I, I think to see Bob Marley know. back in the day, to see
0: Bob Marley would have been amazing. Yeah. Bob Marley, yeah. I, I would probably, you know, if, if I took it back, I, I'd probably put um, uh, Billy Joel instead of me. Really good
1: concert. <laughs> I love Billy Joel. Christy was talking about the Billy Joe Elton John and, and I mean to me Elton John is is the headliner of that one I mean Elton John to me is, is a complete legend Billy Joe's good he's really 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 good but yeah no.
2: damn it we didn't get a someone spent a lot of money on Chuba Hubbard I know how much did you spend not that much uh, <laughs> yeah not that much
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we spent around Three something. Hey, you. Hey, after this podcast is complete, if you guys want to talk about trading, I, I, I'll I'll make an offer for somebody. Well, I was about to. I think I'm about to go looking around at possible trades. So. Y'all need some. Uh, y'all need some wide receiver camp No, we need well, RBs. We need running backs. We all got Raheem. Raheem
1: and and, and, and who else? We got <laughs> Jeff Wilson. Christian yeah. McCaffrey just shit all over that. Yeah, that's true. Which is good yeah. for league, Which for we weren't
2: actually Um uh, I was going to keep Elijah Mitchell just because for the off he comes back in two weeks and, and the off chance McCaffrey gets hurt in the next two weeks. Because I mean he has been injured problems. But yeah, yeah it's, but it's, we didn't even have to worry about that problem because we didn't get you up so it's fine. I wouldn't necessarily consider it an off chance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do want to talk that, that trade a little bit because we didn't okay. get a chance to... jump in Pawpaw's about to lose it if you you got your sound system up you better better get on on zero we're
2: clapping on zero (laughs) Tony close your eyes they are (laughs) three two one zero before you die all right